0: It's Sunday morning. Time for the great outdoors with Charlie Potter. Brought to you by the all new Chevy Silverado and ChevyDriveChicago.com on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Good morning. Welcome to The Great Outdoors Show. Charlie Potter, your host here on WGN Radio. And thank you for being with me this morning as we roll our way through that greatest month of summer, in my view, at least August. So I'm going to start off this morning with something I've done from time to time over the now 20 plus years I've been on the air. And it's entitled, Did You Know? And maybe it's something I should do more regularly, but we'll try it this time and see if you like it. Um, Did you know... When kitty litter was invented, yes, that's right, kitty litter. And this is really important because it changed how we interact with cats. And for those of you who listen to The Great Outdoor Show for a long time, you know that I have no problem with cats. Cats should be kept inside. Cats are the marauding the countryside, have killed, well, at this point, they've killed hundreds of millions of birds, maybe even more than that over time so there was an article in the new york times this past week about cats and and again their impact not only in america but around the world but it turns out that we are one of the few countries that actually has cats inside and i have been to capri the island off italy where there's so many cats running around outside it's just it's actually unbelievable I mean, there's not a bird on the island of Capri that I could find. So kitty litter was the change that turned America from having outdoor cats to indoor cats. And I'd never really thought about it until I came across this. And you're probably thinking this morning, what am I talking about? Well, in 1947, kitty litter was invented, and it made having cats indoors palatable. Those of you who've been around cats know there's one thing that smells badly, and you know what that is. So kitty litter came was invented in 1947, and over time, more and more Americans kept their cats inside as a result of kitty litter. I, I actually thought that we always kept our cats inside. I grew up on a farm. We did have farm cats, and I've told the story about how when I was about eight years old, I looked out. And here came one of our cats. Her name was Bluey, and she was carrying a hen blue-winged teal in her mouth that she had taken, plucked from a nest that was incubating. And I ran and tried to get the blue-winged teal away from the cat, and she hid from me eventually at 8 years old. I was small enough, and I crawled into where she was, and I took the blue-winged teal away from her, and I carefully put it under the manure spreader near our barn, And, of course, the next day, it was all just feathers. So that began my love affair with cats, and I say that sarcastically. But anyway, I've always assumed that cats, unless you're on a farm, that they should be kept inside. Well, apparently, we are one of the only countries in the world that believes that. In Denmark, only 17% of the cats are indoor pets. No wonder there are no birds in Denmark. The same on the island of Capri. In the United States, and I don't know who does these studies. I often say these things, you know, tongue in cheek. How do they come up with these statistics? I have no idea, folks. How they come up with these statistics? But according to the article, so we'll assume it's true. Eighty-one uh, percent of domestic cats in the United States are kept inside. That means nineteen percent are allowed to roam outside as well. We we are nowhere else in the world is even closest to us. Um, in Turkey, where I've also been. It's so common for feral cats to walk freely in and out of cafes and restaurants and markets that they actually made a documentary about this phenomenon. In Poland, um, cats have been called an invasive alien species because of what they are doing to birds. So, and in Britain, again, a 2021 study said that 74%, or call it 75%, three quarters of the cats in Britain are allowed to roam freely outside and there's a picture of 10 downing street in this article with three cats just sitting outside 10 downing street well we, we know what's happened to bird populations around the world they're collapsing and in america north america they're really collapsing and for a long time people in the outdoor wildlife management field have said cats are cats are are just our primary cause of it. In Australia, a flightless bird a century ago, which was extremely popular, was wiped out in a matter of two years because of, of feral cats. Interestingly, so this is, not a, this is more this morning of did you know, not a, not a story about why we need to keep our cats inside, but did you know, and then I'll move on. In 1949, Illinois was a leader. Yes, at one point in time, we were a leader, and it wasn't about corruption. In 1949, the Illinois General Assembly passed the quote-unquote cat bill. It It was a bill aimed at protecting birds, which people knew were being eaten by cats, and it would have fined people who left their cats outdoors. The governor at the time was Adlai Stevenson. He vetoed the bill, and his veto was not overridden, and he wrote in a letter to the legislature, And I quote, it is in the nature of cats to do a certain amount of unescorted roaming. In my opinion, the state of Illinois and its local governing bodies already have enough to do without trying to control feline delinquency, end of quote. When you look back now, 70 years later, sure wish we had passed that bill. Maybe it would never be enforced, but Yes, Governor Stevenson was right then, cats have a certain amount of uh, delinquency and they want to do unescorted roaming, but the fact that they are roaming the countryside and the suburbs and urban areas and climbing trees and, and absolutely just obliterating bird populations, that's a different story. But anyway, that's enough about, did you know? Hope you enjoyed that little tale. So the big year, 1947, kitty litter was enforced. 1949, the state of Illinois had a chance to make it illegal to have cats outside. And now in Chicago and elsewhere, we have cat colonies. We have cat caregivers. The whole thing's out of control. I want to move though from Illinois and cats in the world to a story that broke this week that is absolutely it's so unbelievable, only comes out of California, and you know I love to poke fun at California so many of us do. there's actually a pillboard when you drive into a certain western state coming from California it says, "Welcome to Idaho, Californians, you're not welcome to vote and here's maybe why a new California law imposes civil fines on organizations that advertise, and I quote, any firearms related product that makes firearms appealing, quote unquote, to minors. Well, it seems innocent enough. You wouldn't want to sell cigarettes to minors. You don't want to sell guns to minors. Well, the problem is that if you're under 18 years of old in California, you're considered a minor. And California is one of the leading states that has high school Clay Target Leagues. I won't go into their um, acronym, we'll just call them Clay Target Leagues. And they've been forced to close. So according to the website of the Clay Target, High School Scholastic Clay Target Leagues in Wisconsin, they actually have the safest sport that there can be for high school kids. There has never been one accident in the Clay Target High School League, not one accident in its history. However, today they are shut down because they appeal to minors and in appealing to minors, they're offering minors the opportunity to shoot guns. So I'm gonna read a little bit more about this. To me, it's just, it's incredible. The league website said, as I mentioned a moment ago, it has the safest sport in all of California. 1,500 schools, in fact, across America, have an approved high school clay target shooting program without ever an incident being reported of any kind. So hundreds of thousands of students have participated and there has never been an accident or injury. There's no other sport like that. Heck, you can't even walk across the street and have that kind of a record. Yet, in Scholastic Student Sports Foundation, through California is now having to close down clay target shooting for kids in California because when Governor Gavin Newsom signed HR 2571 into law, the supporters said that it would stop the targeting of ads for products that would be such as youth-sized 22 ri- rifles and shotguns used for clay targets. It it's not that at all. It took away a sport that is steeped in American heritage because now no longer in California, if you're a minor, can you have something sold to you that's a gun. So I'm going to come back in just a moment um, with, and end with this quote from the California legislator. California is some of the strongest gun laws in the country, and it is unconscionable that we still allow advertising weapons of war to our children. Clay target shooting is not a weapon of war. It's not an act of war. It's a wholesome activity that hundreds and hundreds of thousands of school children across America participate in. Not in California anymore. I'll be back in just a moment with much more on the great outdoors. This is Charlie Potter on the Outdoor Voice of Chicago in America, 720 WGN. And first, a message from our longtime sponsors, the Northwest Indiana and Chicagoland Chevrolet dealer. In the field, hunters need to be alert, sense the environment around them and know exactly where they are, communicate seamlessly with their dogs. And when it comes to pickup trucks, you want the same qualities. The all-new Chevy Silverado comes with an available 4G Wi-Fi hotspot for seamless communication. It's designed to handle the toughest loads with advanced trailering technology, tough on the road and off. And the all-new design gives you more cargo space than the competition. Chevy Silverado is the most dependable, longest-lasting, full-size pickup on the road. Plus, there's never been a better time to see your local Chevy dealer about the big fix lease. It's an amazing lease deal that can lower your monthly payments and give you more Chevy, all for less money. That's a treasure hunt. So head to your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer or go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and see why Chevy is the number one best-selling brand in Chicagoland, now eight years running. It's Charlie Potter and the Great Outdoors on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Welcome back to the Great Outdoors show. Charlie Potter here at WGN Radio, and I hope you're enjoying the show wherever you might be listening. And I just want to... And the story about California's ban on advertising to minors, the use of firearms, um, as, as, as appropriate as that might seem on the surface. It certainly, as I mentioned a few moments ago before the break, it's, it's ended scholastic shooting clay target shooting in California for hundreds of thousands of kids. Um, the assembly member who was the sponsor of the bill said, Guns are not toys, they are deadly weapons, and they should not be provided to the youth of California. Well, it's too bad that sport shooting, clay target shooting in California has now been ended because the entities promoting school programs for people to go and shoot for clay targets uh, now are subject to severe penalties because they are advertising the use of firearms to children. I guess there won't be any more Olympic athletes coming out of California, when we think about some of the great clay target shooters in the world, some of the great Americans in the world who participated in the Olympics. If you're in California, guess you're gonna have to go somewhere else. It's a sad story. Uh, I do wanna switch just in the time remaining to talk about what I always talk about in August, and that is the time of the year when we slow down, hopefully, and when we get a chance to draw our breath before the onrush of fall hits us and in the outdoors, so many things happen and kids go back to school and all these kinds of things. It's a time to grab just a great book, big glass of lemonade, sit by that shade tree and just enjoy the last vestiges of summer. Three books that, that I really, really like. They're not new books at all. Uh, but books that I really like. One of them, Undaunted Courage by Stephen Ambrose. And it might take you the rest of the summer to read it. But it is such a great story about the outdoors and about Lewis and Clark's journey up the Missouri all the way to the sea. Epic, and it's, it's factual. But it gives it gives one such a sense of what this country was like. I, I I've read it cover to cover now twice. And, and I'll read it a third time sometime when I have time. If you have not read Undaunted Courage by Stephen Ambrose, it, it just it's one of those books that you absolutely would love to read. If you not only care about American history, but if you care about American adventure. And interestingly, the only individual lost on that entire trip was lost when he was hunting and mistaken by another member of the party. As, as being, I believe, it was a bear. So um, Undaunted Courage, one book you definitely want to read, if you have time. Second, much more relevant to today, Cadillac Desert by Mark Reisner, who unfortunately passed away. I've referenced the book several times in the past year to do with water. If we're going to talk about climate change and we're going to talk about water, particularly in the American West, Undaunted, excuse me, Cadillac Desert is, is, is the absolute must read. And it doesn't matter if you've never been west of the Mississippi. It'll help you understand how water in half of the United States is appropriated, used, misused, abused, overused. Mark Reisner has written just he's written the seminal book of kind. its kinds, Cadillac Desert. It's a fascinating read about if you, about the history of California. I mean, we read all the time about you know the history of certain states, the settlement of the United States, whatever it might be. This is a book about the history of the West and how the water was has been allocated, as I said, misallocated and overappropriated and lots. I mean we thought in Illinois we've got corruption. You read this book and you realize the people in Southern California were they must have been trained in Illinois. Uh, As some of the stories are, are, are truly amazing and how Lake Owen is dry, completely dry after being one of the great wetland inland wetland lakes um, in, the, in, the, in the Northern hemisphere gone because of overuse of water. Might happen to the great salt lake too. We better be careful. And then another book I love simply called my life is better in November. And if you want to read a, a really just a funny book. My, excuse me, my health is better in November. 35 Stories of Hunting and Fishing in the South by Havalia Bob Babcock. And I have to tell you, obviously this book was written in another era. There, There are stories here that are absolutely, well, they're not politically correct in today's world, but this book wasn't written in today's world. This book was written at a time when well, in the South was very different. It was published in, first published in 1947, but it's a great read. My Health is Better in November, 35 Stories of Hunting and Fishing in the South by Havilia Babcock. Those three books, if you have a chance, any one of them, I think you'll enjoy, particularly the short stories if you love hunting, fishing. They're true stories, and they're great stories. I'll be back next Sunday morning with much more on the great outdoors, and when I do, I'll be coming to you from the coast of Maine, where I've done some shows before, and with luck, I'll give you a report on lobsters and striped bass and some of the marsh life that's happening in southern Maine and what's taking place. Great part of the world when it's not foggy and raining. I've always joked if we settled America from west to east, Maine would be today's Alaska. I'll let you know next week how it is. Thanks for being with me on the Great Outdoors Show. Have a great week in the great outdoors. This is your host on the Outdoor Voice of Chicago and America. Charlie Potter, 720 WGN Radio.